0: Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com/sgpn. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. we brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, January 10th, 1043 on the East Coast. Joining me to kick off a new week of NBA betting and caught up on all the NBA news that happened over the week. And my esteemed co-host and colleague, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how are you feeling this uh, Monday uh, evening for you? um hmm how do i feel
1: do i is is all right is all right in a way? i feel all right yeah. i don't feel amazing we had a great day on friday though so i should feel better yeah. but then i'm like dang i was so close to hitting that parlay mm-hmm. and and so i'm like no i don't i'm not happy about that but the Thunder just got steamrolled. Like it's just they got steamrolled. Is they they cannot score the basketball. <laughs> like yeah. it is really like they really have some struggles scoring the basketball. It's really really wild, really really tough for them. But it was a um it was an interesting weekend. It's a couple of things to talk about.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely we had the return of Clay last night, and uh, uh, with the Golden State Warriors, uh, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, let's just start. With recapping our picks from Friday, and I'll start it off with your picks, Terrell. You had let's see here, you had uh the Cavs minus six as your lock. Uh on Friday night, they went into Portland and took care of business there. A big fourth quarter by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, outscored the Portland Trailblazers 32 to 23, got the victory. 114 101 over the Portland Trailblazers, a 13 point victory, covering the minus six. Darius Garland in this game, 26 points, um, go? 26 points, six assists for the Cavs, as well as Jared Allen posting another double double of 13 points, 13 rebounds. Evan Mobley another efficient night for him as well, 18 points, eight rebounds. Um, so the front two guys, or the two big guys, um, uh, absolutely dominate. The front court for the Cleveland Cavaliers combined to score 31 points, 21 rebounds, and Lauren and added 15 uh 15 points and five assists as well. So the seven footer um, lineup getting it done for the uh for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh Terrell.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh Darius Garland, like let's not take away from his contribution as well. Darius Garland is becoming a very, very effective scorer in this league. Uh, putting up multiple 20, 25 plus games um, throughout this season. And so uh, that five for eight was very, 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 very efficient for me. Very, very hype. I wish I got down on his five uh, threes. I think I'm going to start, you know, playing around with that bet a little bit more because they don't typically shoot a lot of threes. And so Darius Garland should get a lot of that uh, receiving work, especially if people try to key in on those big guys down low. But Very, very efficient night for Jared Allen, 5 for 6. Very, very efficient night for Evan Mobley, 7 for 14. Uh, Not the points total that I would have liked to see from them. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and I mean, while we're just talking about the game, like let's just go ahead and forecast this was your bonus lock. You had the Cleveland Cavs over 111 team total and net cash. So uh, kudos to you as well, cashing your bonus lock. Just, you know, go ahead and stay
0: on the game. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Portland, you know, they've been struggling defensively, to say the least, especially over the, the last five games. The worst, we talked about this on Friday, is that they are absolutely the worst uh, defense, at least over the past five, seven, ten games. I mean, they have over the, at least over the last five games, the net rating is, uh, sorry, they're off, sorry, defense rating 129.2. Number 29 is the Houston Rockets, who are one twenty one. 0.5. So this defense has been atrocious to say the least. And, oh, by the way, we'll get to this later. The Brooklyn Nets come to town tonight. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to be um, pretty much getting whatever they want at the basket. But we'll get to that game when we do. Uh, that So that was I think we had to cap that game really well, Terrell. Um, so I'm glad that we were able to uh, cash uh, our my bonus log and then your log. Uh, getting over to your dog. I take the Sacramento Kings against the Denver Nuggets that night in in a, I guess I was kind of surprised to say in a high scoring affair, because Denver has really struggled to score the basketball. And, you know, that's obviously because all the injuries that they've dealt with. Um, But I guess that kind of tells you how bad this Sacramento defense is. Uh, Nuggets got the victory 121-111 over the Sacramento Kings, a 10-point victory. Jokic, 33 points. For the uh, Denver Nuggets, also attacked on 10 rebounds, 7 assists. All five starters for the Denver Nuggets were in double figures. They got 18 points off the bench from Jeff Green. Bones Highland, 13-point contribution. Um, for the Sacramento Kings, I mean, it was a deer in Fox show, and he didn't have much help after that. I mean, when their next leading scorer on this team is Alex Lynn who had 18 points off the bench for the Kings, that's really not going to get you victory. So it, it was unfortunate to see not the others, other step up and, and help De'Aaron Fox in this game throw.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, the, the Kings really weren't in the game at all. Like they were never really in the game. It was uh damn near a blowout in the first half. Yeah. Uh, they, they, it just, it just was a bad read all around. The Kings just didn't travel well to Denver didn't, um, and then do what they need to do against, you know, a D- a Denver team where I think that they can give up a lot of points and they've started to score the basketball a little bit more. They're trending mm-hmm. more towards the over this season. Um, but I'm um, yeah, it just it just was a bad read. They didn't the Kings didn't come to play, and that's really all it is. Sometimes you get those.
0: It was really the first quarter, Terrell, because Denver was out to they got out to a 35-23 lead, and then after that, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Sacramento Kings were plus one in that category. So if they would have maybe say competitive, at least in that first quarter, at least they would, could have probably tried to cover the spread, but you know, um, Denver got out to a hot start and they pretty much didn't look back, but uh, you know, Kings try to make it interesting. But like you said, uh, it was just really that first quarter and first half that pretty much took the cake for the Denver nuggets. Um, and then getting to your bonus lock, it was the who's that Toronto Raptors, I believe. Uh, as your bonus lock, yeah, Raptors minus the eleven on Friday. Uh, I'm trying to see who they played. Was it the Utah Jazz that they played on Friday that were without yeah. pretty much their yeah, entire roster? Was, yeah, pretty much without everybody, and you know it was.
1: Uh it was a little sweat at first. There was a point first in time quarter where the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, there was a point in time where the Raptors were a plus money dog, and if you got in on that like if you lie bet the Raptors when they're a plus money dog, you ended up not sweating this this game out at all but yeah um yeah they I, I turned to the I turned to the game and I saw they were down they were down double digits as well. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is about to be like an all-time bad bet, like, all-time bad bet for me. But uh, they 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 settled in and, you know, ultimately rolled over the Jazz. It wasn't even – it wasn't hard at all. So uh, very good read there. And don't look now, but I think I'm cashing – since we started tracking these picks, I'm cashing a lot of these bonus locks. They don't come – they're few and
0: far between, but
1: when they do come, they're they're pretty cashing around here.
0: Yeah, I think you've hit what? Uh, let's see here. I've hit, uh, six at of least, the last seven. Yeah, at least in the month of December. And uh, then the, the one them, I sorry. missed.
1: The one I missed was the Pelicans three fifty. Like, and, yeah, I mean, granted, I still love that read, and I would have bet Pelicans again. But, uh, uh, yeah, like it's 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 pretty it's pretty nice. Been a, it was a very very nice month
0: in December. Yeah, just to wrap up the uh, the Raptors minus 11 and a half. I mean, they absolutely just came out of that second half and took care of business, outscored the Utah Jazz 73 to 46 So um, and got the cover. They win that game by 14 points. Fred Van Vliet absolutely on fire since the majority of this lineup has returned. He dropped another a triple-double in that game, actually 37 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Another night where he hit four uh, three-pointers for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh OG and OB added 22 for the Raptors, and they got the victory 122 109. For my dog, uh, I'm sorry, for my lock, I had the Wizards and the Bulls over 225 and a half. And um, this was pretty much a sweat free win, I can say, um, on my lock. They were at the half, it was 66 73 between these two teams. Uh, defense was very, very optional in this game. Um, but they combined or the final score finished 130, 122, 252 points scored in this game. Kyle Kuzma, 21 points, 11 rebounds. Bradley Beal, 26 points. All five starters. Um, for the Washington Wizards in double figures, four out of the five guys for the Chicago Bulls in double figures. Nikola Vucevic, 16 points, 14 rebounds. And Kobe White off the bench had 21 and also Ayo Dosumu. For the chicago bulls had 18 points for them so that was a pretty easy victory for for me there uh for my dog i had taken the okc thunder um not really close in this game at all i think it was this was against the minnesota timberwolves and uh the Timberwolves just absolutely just came out and rolled them uh they got the victory 135 105 uh over the uh oklahoma city thunder 24 points for Anthony Edwards, 19 for Cat, and 27 for D'Lo. And that was pretty much the story, And like you said, Terrell, that this team is really having a hard time scoring, uh, scoring the basketball outside of SGA and Lou Dort. Um, But, yeah, they're going to have to get some scoring help on this uh, Thunder team, uh, Terrell, like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah, it just is, is really, really
1: bad. Like, it's really, really bad. They have to find ways to score the basketball. They need help. Like they need help. Ultimately, that's what it is. They need help, and yeah. they they just don't have it right now. It's just how the team's constructed. Like this team wasn't supposed to do much. Like right. they they overachieved the early part of the season, winning a couple of games that they did win, and so mm-hmm. it's really really hard to uh, back them and. Maybe we start to see their cover, their covering percentage and all that go down in this second half of the season as teams are getting healthier, teams are getting players back, teams are getting into a rhythm for yeah. the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, what worked for the Thunder the first half of the season is going to work for the rest of the season because this team is just struggling to score the basketball.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, knock on wood uh, or whatever you believe in, that we haven't seen much news come about with guys entering health and safety protocols. So like you said, teams are getting healthy, getting their guys back. And, and, you know, we're finally back to, um, or getting back to, you know, like we said, teams getting healthy and and seeing familiar faces on some of these teams. So just to wrap up and put a bow on the Friday picks uh, overall, we went four and two Terrell uh, did catch our dogs, but hit our locks and our bonus lock. So hopefully we can carry that momentum into this week, starting Monday tonight. Uh, let's get to some news around the NBA or things that we saw around the NBA. Uh, let's just start with last night. We saw started the return of clay Thompson for the uh, golden state warriors. Definitely had this game on my main screen with all the, uh, the pregame stuff happening and, and the starting lineups being announced, but clay in his return, obviously, um, uh, He looked pretty good, man. He got that first basket for the uh, Golden State Warriors. He finished the game 20 minutes played, 17 points, uh, three rebounds, seven of 18 from the field. So, you know, definitely they made an effort for him to get up his shots, but definitely great to see Klay Thompson back on the floor for the Golden State Warriors. They got the victory 96-82 over the Cleveland Cavaliers, covering the spread as well, but... I'm uh, not sure if you caught any other the Klay Thompson stuff, uh, Terrell, but uh, he looked he looked pretty good coming back, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard I've heard I I haven't gotten back to watch to actually watch that game yet. Um, NBA TV is at a premium over here, you know. Uh, oh yeah, I, I got I didn't know that League Pass didn't come with NBA TV, so I think I got to get NBA TV
0: now. I, I, this should come um, with it
1: no no every time i try to watch nba tv yeah every time i try to watch nba tv it doesn't work but i get like all the league pass games it's very weird i thought i got everything but yeah whatever uh i guess i'll try to fix that i didn't know that until last night when i tried to watch the game i was like dang that's well this morning Mm -hmm. so this morning when i tried to watch the game i was like dang that's fucked up but all right um okay so uh now I mean, now we wait and see, like now we wait and see, and we see what the addition of Klay Thompson is going to do for that roster and how it's going to have a trickle-down effect on other guys. Uh, Jordan Poole still had a pretty efficient night. He got pretty decent minutes as well. Yeah. Um, 14, six for 12, like that's very, very good. Right. Uh, Gary Payton, very, very efficient at what he did during his minutes. So that's really what it's going to be because everybody's minutes is going down now. Right. Everybody's minutes is going down now. And the fact is, is that Clay still only played 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like he still only played 20 minutes. Now, once they start ramping that in, ramping that intensity up and in how much he is playing, once Draymond gets back in the mix, yeah. once uh, James Wiseman comes back in the mix and now – at any given point in time, you're going to have either James Wiseman or Kevon Looney on the floor. Right. So, I mean, once these guys come back, it's going to be, all right, who's getting pushed? And I think that's what the competition is in the Warriors bench. Who's getting pushed into a DMP for majority of these games because yeah. everybody else, because everybody, it's just so many people ahead of you. Like, it's just so, like, you look at this bench, this bench is deep. Yeah. Like, this bench is really, really deep. Like, you still got Iggy out there that is going to help defensively. Otto Porter Jr., JTA, uh, Gary Payton II, Jordan Poole. uh, Like, it's a lot of guys that's on that bench. And one or two of these guys is going to see a dramatic drop in minutes. Well, everybody's going to see – I think everybody's going to see some type of drop in minutes. But uh, one or two of these guys is probably going to be regulated to match up or even – not playing majority of these games just because it's just is really hard to go that deep like they can go 13 deep and be fine and i don't think that they'll be doing that you'll have too many people out of rhythm so yeah uh very interesting to see how steve kerr coaches this team's up. he's a really really good coach i have faith in him i think that he'll figure it out and it's not going to be anything that's going to be too traumatic for them but it's going to be interesting to watch going forward
0: yeah, definitely. Obviously, I think um, you know they're going to monitor Klay Thompson's minutes. Uh, in, like we said, twenty last night. It's, I mean, in between 20-25 for a couple of weeks here. Draymond Green obviously didn't play last night. He had uh, some uh, calf tightness uh, during warm ups. He did was on the floor for the tip off for Klay Thompson's return, but after that, he immediately checked out uh, uh, oh, for the Golden State Warriors. If I like, this is
1: why I'm ready to come home. This is the number one reason. If I was back home when the news dropped that, Clay, that Draymond Green was only coming out there for the first possession, I would have put everything on his unders. Everything. It's funny you say everything. that. Everything. I would have put everything on his unders.
0: Yeah. I dropped oh the news on the Slack channel. I think there was it came right before maybe like 10 minutes before tip-off. Uh, and I dropped the news in the uh, our NBA Slack uh, channel, uh, and I think Cody was one of the guys I was able to take advantage of this uh a couple other guys were trying to get in but i think at that point um the numbers or the uh props had had been taken down from most of the books but i was glad that some of our guys were able to jump on the unders on draymond green so a lot of times we talk about hey you have your alerts on or a good time to say is get into the slack channel sg.pn slash slack so you know usually we try to do our best to drop news in there as soon as it drops and and you know help take advantage of the bugs there and and I get, i'm glad that some of our guys were able to do that and a lot of people on gambling twitter were able to do that um i saw a ticket from somebody that he they parlayed all these unders uh, for Draymond Green they had plus like nineteen hundred and you know put like a hundred bucks on it they're able to make a nineteen hundred within seven seconds of Draymond Green being in the game. So yeah, you know a lot like, of times was, those are things you gotta take advantage of.
1: That this almost feels like as big as a fold as not taking all of the unders in the uh March Madness the Bills yeah, no no the Bills the Bills Patriots game that had like 25 not wins this feels like almost the same fold is not doing that and so I'm really sick I would have loved to catch all of that
0: yeah definitely so uh another reason to get into the slack channel sg.pn slash slack um Terrell I want to go back to Friday where the uh Bucks and the Nets Uh, played each other and Bucks pretty much won this game handedly. I can say they won every single quarter except for the fourth quarter where it was pretty much out of hand. Um, Uh But Bucks got the victory 121-109. Not sure if you caught the game or not. I just got to see the box score. But I think this is the type of game where you need Kyrie Irving out there for the Brooklyn Nets. And this was a game that the Milwaukee Bucks we discussed on Friday were without Dante DiVincenzo. They were without Drew Holiday. Yep. They were without Pat I, told, I mean, I
1: told you I was on them.
0: Yeah, you were right.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just – it it is one, they're not good at home. They're not good at home at all. Yeah. And then second, uh, basically, is what I've been talking about. And it's just like you like these Bucks and these Nets games absolutely don't go how people think they're going to go. They never do. Yeah. They never go how people think they're going to go. And so if you sit here and you look at what the Bucks were good at, I sat there and I hope you tailed me with Bobby Portis, because I told you Bobby Portis was going to have a big game. Yeah, I, I sat here and said it. I said, Bobby Portis is going to have a really, really big game in this one. He nerfed that dunk and then proceeded to drop 20 in the first half. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, they're, they're, they are lacking the presence on the inside. And – there, there's something like with Joe Harris out, mm-hmm. they are just not the same scoring team all around. Joe yeah. Harris makes everybody, makes everybody on that roster better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Every single person makes every single person on that roster better. And he's just, he's just a threat that teams have to consider, and he opens up scoring for everybody. I'm, I'm pretty sure there was a stat out there, some type of tweet, something like that, where somebody showed how every single person on that roster, points per game, average went down when Joe Harris went out. So, mm, interesting. Um, that is another piece of it. So now you're missing Kyrie and Joe Harris. That's really, really tough. That's really, really hard to overcome. Yeah. Uh, those are two big pieces, two heavy minutes workload, and the Bucks are just good. Like the Bucks are good. And while you may not know what you're going to get from their bench every now and then, I bet on the Bucks starters in this game, and they pull through.
0: Yeah, I mean. I think the 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 story of this game was probably the shooting from a three-point line uh, where the Milwaukee Bucks were 16 of 45 from three-point land and the Nets were only six of 27. So they made 10 more threes uh, plus 30 in that category for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting what kind of happens uh, with Kyrie Irving and eventually when Joe Harris does come back, how this team does improve for the Nets. Yeah. Um, you know, with Kyrie only playing road games now, he will be in Portland tonight playing. So it'll be interesting to see, man. I just kind of want to point that game out because it was probably the mar- matchup of the week. Uh, anything else that you wanted to touch on from this weekend that you saw that's worth mentioning uh, between Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Terrell?
1: Um... I mean, going back to the Nets, like there's no reason that they should have been that close to, like I'm just fading the Nets at home. Honestly, I'm just fading the Nets at home. I don't care what's going on. I'm fading Nets at home, taking them on the road. Uh, not really. I mean, Pistons got bowl bowl. Not really interested in that. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Dylan Brooks is out for three to five weeks. That's going to be big. Um, but the Grizzlies are like rolling. So did he just come back? Yeah, he did. He did and he's gonna hurt again. Okay. Yeah, so he yeah, so he's gonna be out three to five weeks now. It's with the um Let me try to pull it up, see what it was. But I was thinking about that. Yeah, sprained left ankle. So um I was thinking about that. uh And and he's he's he contribute like he's a really, really big piece for them. Yeah. And while I don't think that it has any long term effects for them. I do think that, you know, a couple of games might not go their way uh, with them. So uh, that's pretty – that's pretty big. Uh, anything else worth saying?
0: Dame's going to be is out another it? eight games. Yeah, he
1: is. He is. Um, but, I mean, I'm, I, I can't. I can't – I can't back that team regardless. <laughs> but, yeah, no. So it'll um, – i'm interested I'm interested to see this road trip with the Nets. Kyrie's going to be there for multiple games, yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun and see what what succumbs of this, and we'll talk more about them when we get to the game tonight.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. so let's put a bow on this weekend. It's a brand new week for the NBA um so hopefully we can get it started with some great handicapping and obviously i'm sorry uh with our picks for our lock and dog for this monday so uh terrell let's uh take one quick break here we'll come back and we will dive into the monday night schedule for the nba ready to win money and boost your odds Also, win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's build your own feature and earn a chance to win a once in a lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 in travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From Boosted Parlays, they live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Scott from Virginia purchased a Green Bay Packers Super Bowl ticket at odds of 6 to 1, when sportsbooks are only offering plus 450. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. Prom swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's dive into this Monday night schedule with the first game on the board. We have the Utah Jazz headed to Detroit to take on the Pistons, uh, where the Utah Jazz are 11.5-point road favorite here, currently seeing a total of 223.5. Getting to the injury report for both of these teams, Detroit Pistons, uh, Fred Jackson, health and safety protocols. Um, And that's pretty much it. For the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert, uh, Rudy Gay, and Joe Ingles are in health and safety protocols. Let's start with the spread here, Terrell. Um, Detroit come, oh, let me mention this real quick, that uh, Detroit is coming off of a victory against the Orlando Magic on the other night. And I was just curious, I was just going down Detroit's schedule or handicapping this game, and um, pretty much after a win, this team is 1-6 against the spread with a margin of victory of a minus 15, which means they are getting blown out, and the ATS uh, plus minus, they're failing to cover after a win by close to seven points per game. So I wanted to throw that out there, but let's start with the spread here. Twelve point road favorites for the Detroit, sorry, for the Utah Jazz. Uh what do you think, Terrell?
1: Uh so I'm just I'm not really I'm not feeling it like I'm really not feeling this double digit spread with these with three like role like I well Rudy Gobert not Rudy Gobert, but Rudy Gay Rudy doesn't Gay. have as big as a role anymore. But yeah. Like with Ingles and Gobert out, I'm really like I'm really not feeling this spread. Those are some some pretty strong pieces. Jordan Clarkson kind of steps into that role a little bit, but then it's like the, what's the rotation now? Rotation's a little bit different. The mm-hmm. uh the pistons this season are okay in double digit spread situations. Like um, I was just sitting here trying to do the math real quick. Uh let me just make sure I didn't mess that up. One, one and one. What's that? Uh two, two and two, three and three, five and three, six and three, seven and three, eight and three, eight and four, nine and four, nine and six. So nine and six in double digit spread situations this season. Like and I think that it I think And most of these covers are coming in late, like after, you know, Kay Cunningham's coming back come back into the game and all that. But just seeing how this jazz team just lets people hang around. And I mean, I'm getting almost full strength pistons. Like I'm just I just don't have uh Grant in there from his his long term injury he's suffering. But I still got Sadiq Bey. I still got Hamadou Diallo. I still got Kay Cunningham running things. Like I'm I think that it was only shocking like they're one in six because it was shocking when they would win games. Right. Like it, it was purely shocking when they would win games. So of course they wouldn't cover the next game. Now I don't think it's as shocking that the Pistons are co- starting to win a couple of games. Like they, they're racking up. They racked up three pretty quality wins in this uh short week span. Mm-hmm. A week, week and a half span. They've racked up three quality wins. Uh Well, I wouldn't say the magic or quality, but it's still a W. So, Uh, yeah. Give me, give me the Pistons here. I'm just blind bet Pistons here. I think that, uh, between the the trio of Cunningham Diallo and Bay, they can have a pretty solid game. Yeah. I like Isaiah Stewart, uh, rebounds prop today. I think that that can be, I think that that's going to be at a premium. Mm -hmm. And because I think that the Jazz are going to be a little bit offset, like they're going to they're going to miss a few shots, they're going to give up a bit and not having Rudy Gobert down there is going to be, you know, it's going to it's going to be a difference. It's going to be a difference. And they're not really used to not having him in game. So uh, interested to see what the adjustments are here, because um, they had so many people out earlier that I really can't count that game against the uh, against the Raptors, and then we see what happened with the, with the Pacers. They still lost that game. So I'm, I'm interested to see what the adjustments are. I think that they're making the spread that large because of the fact that they lost to the Pacers, and it's like, all right, well, get right game against the Pistons. I just don't think the Pistons going to make it that easy for them.
0: This kind of has the feels of when the Pistons went into Milwaukee and pulled off that upset when they were like a 17-point underdog in that game. And I know I threw that stats out there, but when you're missing, like you mentioned, three key pieces or at least two of your, you know, or your one number one, your best defensive player. And then you're also missing uh, Joe Ingles, your first or second guy off the bench. That's pretty significant. And in two games without Rudy Gobert this season, or at least uh, the last two games, they've given up 120-plus points. They gave up 122 to the Raptors. They gave up 125 to the Indiana Pacers. I'm not saying they're going to give that up to the Detroit Pistons, but I I think the Pistons can't hang around in this game. Uh, I agree with you that we've talked about how we we don't like, especially at home when Utah Jazz are double-digit favorites, that it's an auto bet for us on the dog, and I think this is one of those situations despite the stats that I threw out there, but no, if Rudy Gobert was playing this game, Joe Ingles would be on the guy would probably be on Utah, but uh, that those injuries are pretty much baked into this line. So I'll take the home underdog here with the Detroit Pistons as well with you Terrell. I agree with you that Isaiah Stewart uh, should have a big game, possibly scoring the basketball too, right? We don't have Rudy Gobert down there and we saw what uh sabonis did the other night against uh the utah jazz he dropped 42 points had six rebounds in that game as well so um let's go with the pistons here plus the 12 um any thoughts on the total of 224 and a half um i'm just trying to find uh
1: give me a second i want to find the uh their points in the paint how much points in the paint they've given up in the past couple of games
0: yeah, I looked it up in the past two games. They were like right in the middle of the row at I think it was like forty nine yeah, points. Okay. Yeah.
1: But I feel like like what is what is there what are they on a season? Like even is is that even a fall off? Like I just feel like Rudy Gobert not being there means a lot more than mm. people are giving it credit to. Like get me wrong, Rudy Gobert, I am he is one of in my all NBA hate team. Yeah. (laughs) Rudy Gobert is in my all NBA hate team. Like I talk about this every so often about the people that are in my all NBA hate team. Rudy Gobert is there. I really do not like him. Uh, Maybe not for any real valid reason. I just don't like him. But that man is a huge a huge piece of what this team is defensively. And plays a, a portion into that offense as well. So, and just creating offense and getting them second chance shots and other chances at the basket. So, yeah. uh, with all that gone, like, I just feel like it means a lot more. And this stretch without him is going to be rougher than people intend. Like, I think people think that the Jazz, like, all right, well, they don't got him, but they still got Donovan Mitchell. They still got uh, Bogdanovich. They still got. Mike Conley, but it's like, okay, but Rudy yeah. Gobert is is still a huge piece of that. So yeah, no, give me, give me the Pistons to cover.
0: Yeah. Uh, just quickly looked it up while you were uh, talking that the uh, Utah Jazz on the season are allowing 46.9 points inside the paint on the season long last two games. They've given up 49. I mean, it's not significant. They've allowed about three more points or sorry, two more points in the paint without Rudy Gobert, but um, it really hasn't been against team. I mean, yeah, they gave up the points to uh Sabonis the other night, but against the Raptors, we know they're more of a jump shooting team. They like firing off the three ball. And I think the same thing with uh the Detroit Pistons that if they're able to attack the paint here tonight, that they'll be able to uh you know take advantage of not having um Rudy Gobert inside uh to pr- kind of protect the rim. But yeah, I agree with you uh right. Pistons plus twelve. I like Kay Cunningham tonight.
1: I like Kay Cunningham tonight. I think tonight is a night where you don't have Rudy Gobert and you can you can really attack that pick and roll. I think you can really attack that pick and roll with uh with Kay Cunningham tonight and you can get him in matchups, and we know he is a gifted scorer of the basketball. And so I think that this is a Kay Cunningham tonight. Watch just watch out and see, you know, Hassan Whiteside is the guy that if I would target because uh-huh. I just if I'm Caden Cunningham, I don't want uh Mike Conley on me. Uh David Mitchell not too too concerned about, but he can still he can still be pesty pesky, you know, in certain games. But if I can get a switch and I can get a a mismatch with Hassan Whiteside on me, I'm cooking him all night long. Like for I'm talking barbecue chicken. Uh 12 piece chicken, <laughs> biscuit on the side. I'm cooking him all night long. So I'm on K okay Cunningham tonight. I think he has a good night. Uh and I think uh um Dwayne Casey's gonna uh try to try to uh exploit that. I think
0: that's a matchup he'll look to exploit tonight. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um yeah, I think we're we're both liking now. If they follow the game plan that we put out there, they should cover this number. If not, um we'll see what happens but yeah i think the potential is definitely there for detroit pistons to get the outright victory here tonight over the utah jazz as well um let's get over to the next game uh terrell we have the milwaukee bucks uh facing the charlotte hornets where the bucks are a two-point road favorite currently seeing a total of 235 this is the second matchup between these two teams uh that they played on saturday i believe um The Milwaukee Bucks were in a back-to-back situation, uh, coming off of that uh, big victory against the the Brooklyn Nets. I'm sorry, and then uh, for the Charlotte Hornets, uh, this is their. Let's see. I know they didn't have some rest advantage. Yeah, this is only their third game in about six days, so definitely rest advantage here for the. Sorry for the Charlotte Hornets. Let me get to the injury report for this. Uh, squads, uh, Charlotte Hornets pretty much clean. Everybody's good to go for the Milwaukee Bucks. Grayson Allen still in health and safety protocols. Pat Covington is questionable in health and safety protocols. George Hill is in health and safety protocols. And Drew, uh, Holiday is out for this game with the left ankle soreness. Um, like I said, Bucks two point favorite here with a total of 235 and a half. Let's start with the spread here. Terrell, what are you thinking?
1: I'm all, I'm all over the Bucks in this one. I'm all over the bucks in this one. I, I would have been on Charlotte if I was getting uh closer to six, around that two possession range. Yeah, I would. I was definitely you know all over Charlotte there. But if I'm, if I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting um two. Like I'm getting inside a possession. Then yeah, give me the. Give me the bucks, like give me the give me the bucks. I think that not only is this the back to back spot, you know, we like those back to back series yeah. that we're getting against teams and splitting of those games. So Charlotte winning the first one was really really good uh, for that to go forward. But I also I think that there's so much stop because first of all, this spread would be larger. Uh, I think there's so much stop in the fact that the um. The Bucs are missing a few players, and I told you, and I've said it this season, and I said it when we we're handicapping the Nets that I am concerned about this Bucks bench, very much so. Yeah, but I truly believe in these games that the Bucs starters will carry this team. They are going to be dog shit tired by the time it is done. Mm-hmm. I truly believe they will carry this team. If we look at the Bucks, if we look at the Bucks starters and what we, what they did against the Nets. Thirty-one for Giannis, twenty for Chris Middleton, twenty-five for Bobby Portis. Well Matthews had twelve, uh, Noara had thirteen. Like, and then you look in the bench, and there's one person, one other person in double figures, and that's uh, Rodney Hood with ten. So it's like you're not getting a scoring contribution now. Defensively, are they still adding pressure? Yes, they got a couple of great defense. Like they got a couple of great defensive all stars uh, for them on the bench. Why well, wouldn't say all stars, but they got a good defensive pieces on the bench. But however, they're not going to contribute to the scoring load. If we look at the last game against the uh, Charlotte Hornets, Giannis had forty three. Yeah, Uh, Chris Middleton had 27, Bobby Portis had 19, and then you look at the bench, and you have five bench points for the entire game. The entire game, 48 minutes of basketball, you have five bench points. So, I mean, (laughs) it's it's ridiculous. I don't expect anything from this bench. I I expect nothing from this bench. But I truly believe that between Giannis, Chris Middleton, Bobby Portis – that the scoring workload will be there. I think Charlotte has nothing in for, on the inside for Giannis or Bobby Portis. I think that that's, those two are going to open up chances for Chris Middleton to get a nice matchup in the mid-range, for Wes Matthews to get some shots on the three-point line, and then just let any contribution come from the bench. And I mean anything more than five points. Anything more from five points from the bench. If you can get some somewhere in double figures – like so closer to 20 points from that bench, from the from all those players on the bench, you can get closer to 20 points, then I think that this is a lot for the Bucks. I will – so I guess I, it sounds like I'm trusting their bench, but 20 points is really not a lot to ask for coming from that bench, especially from the people on it. I think that between the five of them, four or five of them, that they're going to be in rotation tonight, I'm pretty sure that they can get 20 points. So give me the Bucks minus two.
0: Yeah, the Bucs in that last game against the Hornets, uh, their bench was combined to a 15 uh, from the floor, 0 of 8 from three-point. And like you mentioned, only got five points um, from their bench. I'm looking for guys like Rodney Hood to step up tonight, uh, Langston Galloway as well to step up tonight. And, um, you know, I think this is going to be a game where you probably see the starters play 40-plus minutes for the for the Milwaukee Bucks because their next game is not – they have two nights off. Um, until they get to a Thursday night game against the Golden State Warriors, so um, expect to see Chris Middleton and uh, Giannis play majority of the game here to probably forty plus minutes um, because they don't have their next game until Thursday. Uh, probably looking at some Giannis props. I mean, they might be a little inflated, but again, if he's there's no answer from the Charlotte Hornets team uh, to contain Giannis and, and and limit what he does, so. Um, currently seeing his points prop listed at 31 and a half and his rebounds are currently listed at 12 and a half. So I'll probably looking at a combination of points and rebounds tonight for Giannis to up against this uh, Charlotte Hornets defense. Um, as far as the side, yeah, I think that if you're getting any type of contribution from this bench, um that you should be able to win this game uh and like you said we like taking the opposite team that's lost uh or taking the team that's coming off a loss in this kind of mini series so bucks minus two um i think is also the way to go this total is a little inflated for me at 235 even with the charlotte hornets um I, I, if you ask me, I'm certainly not going to bet the under as well, but I probably just completely stay away from it. Uh, any thoughts on the trail? Um, I
1: think that.
0: I think if I you know, want to play a total, you maybe want to take a look at Bucks team total.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I just I kind of get. In, I'm kind of get. It just feels like every I don't. Who's running to window to bet Charlotte in a rematch with the defending champions? Like, I just don't know who's running to go bet Charlotte. So, I just feel like something is going to surprise in this game. And maybe it's the fact that this game goes under for a second consecutive time. Um, Especially after the crazy high-scoring game that they had earlier in the season. So, yeah, yeah, give give me just – this is the one time you hear me say it regarding a Charlotte Hornets game. But give me the under.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can't be too mad about it. Especially, I mean – yeah, we saw the last game, but the Bucs were in a back-to-back situation. They only dropped 106 points. But uh, if I had to make a play on the total of this game, I'd probably look at Bucks team total uh to come out and play, uh, play well and get points against the Charlotte Hornets defense. All right, let's get over to the next game, throw Well, yeah, go hold
1: ahead. on real quick. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, the Bucs do not want to get into a shootout with the Hornets. So if you if you do think the Hornets are gonna win, then I would just go ahead and parlay that with the over, with the over. Because if the Bucs get into a shootout with the Charlotte Hornets, Charlotte Hornets are gonna win that. They, they don't have the personnel right now to be able to go. They have to defend tonight. They have to defend tonight. They do not have the personnel to get into a shootout with the Charlotte Hornets.
0: Yeah, which kind of makes me like the first half Bucks spread even more in this game because I feel like the Bucks are just going to come out and play good basketball. We've talked about how Hornets get off to a slow start in the first half. And they're that third-quarter team. So um, possibly looking at that. The only thing that does scare me, Terrell, is that over the last five games, the Charlotte Hornets are number two in pace. And Milwaukee is number five in pace. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely not playing the under in this game, uh, if you had a gun to my head. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell? Uh, Milwaukee on the road, 13-9 uh, and
1: nine to the uh, first-half number. The Charlotte Hornets
0: are seven and nine to the number at home. Okay. So, yeah, I think we kind of like the first half then with uh, these two teams. Yeah. 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 Minus one. I do. All right. Let's get over to the next game. We have the Indiana Pacers headed to Boston to take on the Celtics where the Celtics are a six and a half point home favorite. Currently seeing a total of 214. Let's check the injury report for both of these squads. Uh, Boston, pretty clean injury report. Only player they are missing is Peyton Pritchard. He's in health and safety protocols. For the Indiana Pacers, uh, a little more concerning. Malcolm Brogdon, questionable. Torrey Craig and Isaiah Jackson, both questionable as they return to competition with their reconditioning coming off of health and safety protocols. Karis LeVert remains in health and safety protocols as well for the Indiana Pacers. Uh, tricky game here, Terrell. Six and a half point uh, home favorites for the Celtics, man. What are you thinking? I mean, it's,
1: <laughs> it's really hard to back the Celtics. It's super duper hard to back the Celtics. The Celtics blew a 25-point lead. Like, yes, yeah. yes they came back. They got redemption and beat the Knicks. Uh, Evan Fournier was out after, in that game after um, 41 where they blew a 25-point lead to the Knicks. So it is like it is absolutely ridiculous. I just don't know how you can get behind this Celtics team right now. I I truly don't know how you can get behind this Celtics team right now. It feels like – and it feels like wherever I'm getting the number, I just don't feel comfortable laying it with the Celtics. I just do not feel comfortable laying points with the Celtics, no matter how much it may feel like a lot. Like that minus seven, that minus six and a half, whatever it was against the Knicks, that was probably a lot – after getting them on the back-to-back game set, but it's just you do not feel comfortable laying those points with uh, with the Celtics. And I mean, if you look at it, they scored; not, they only scored ninety-nine points, and seventeen of which came from Josh Richardson off the bench. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's like, they didn't get any; they got zero bench contribution outside of Josh, Josh Richardson. And so, what, what if we go and they have a they have a scoring slump tonight, or anything like that, like? The the Pacers have been making games closer. They have been making games closer. They, I I don't know. I'm blindly just give me the Pacers. I don't like it. I yeah. don't like this game at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've seen the Pacers contend with the Nets recently at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna look at that Jazz game because the Jazz were missing people, but they contended with. The Bulls recently at home, they lost that game on a buzzer beater. Uh and you got then they had the Pace. I mean the Hornets. They had the Hornets lost that game by eight. Like they've been in these home games like as of recently. So and I don't think that Boston is that premier. Like I don't think they're a premier basketball team at all. Like, you know, what the Nets are, especially on the road. The Nets are really, really good on the road. And the Bulls and even the Hornets. So Give me the six and a half. I'm just going to blindly take the six and a half. I do not trust Boston at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, for, for the Indiana Pacers, they're seven and four as a uh, road underdog so far this season of, um, 0 and seven as a road favorite, but, uh, for the Boston Celtics, seven and 10 as a home favorite, I don't love this game as well. Um, I guess gun to my head, like you said, uh, probably got to go, <sighs> Got to go with the Pacers as well, man. I'm not going to be betting this game, but since we are picking every game, I- I'd lean towards the Pacers here. Uh, I don't have much on the total here either. Um, you know, I can see it being a really ugly game where it's like a 99, 94 final, or it's you know one of those games where it's like 110, 107, something in that range. So um, not for much for me on the total. Any thoughts on this total here, Terrell?
1: Not really. I'm, I'm leaning uh, – not really. I'm leaning back towards the under. Yeah. Uh, just because Bo- – I don't, I don't trust Boston to score. I don't trust Boston to score.
0: I think that uh, – Which is crazy yeah, to say dude. because you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on this team. Like, these guys can go out and drop 25-plus points every but single night. But what's around them? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah.
1: There is nothing around them to score the basketball. Marcus Smart does it intermediately. Like intermediately, Dennis Schroeder is not out there right now.
0: Yeah. Well, he should be back for this game tonight, but he's coming off of health and safety protocols as well, I think.
1: Yeah. So what what are we getting with that? Like he he's even off and on, and you see why the Lakers didn't want to pay him. Yeah. So
0: (laughs) well, they offered (laughs) him the contract, but he didn't take it.
1: Yeah. And so it's just I'm just sitting here and I'm like, why would I be on? Like, why would I be behind this team? And you look at the the demographics for the um, for the over under the Pacers are six and twelve on the road to mm-hmm. to the under, I mean well to the over so twelve and six to the under and yeah. they're nine and two to the under as an away underdog so I mean why. I I think this is going to be not even more of a defensive game. I just think both of these teams are going to miss fucking shots. I just think they're going to miss shots. This is going to be an ugly game. I don't want to bet it at all. If I had to make a play on it, it would absolutely. And I think the only bet I would probably take on the game is the under. Yeah. So maybe I actually would have some type of action on this game because I would take the under because I just don't think these teams are going to, especially not with Sabonis just dropping 40 plus points the last game. And literally a matchup that was built for him. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fading. I'm fading both of these teams. I don't think either one of these teams are good, but I just cannot lay those points with the Celtics. I, I, I do not trust myself to lay those points with the Celtics at all, no.
0: Yeah, this is a uh, first game of those back-to-back situations. Uh, the home road, or sorry, the home, uh, home, home and away split between two teams. So definitely keep an eye out for that. But yeah, uh, let's get away from this game. Let's go to the next game, Terrell. We have the San Antonio Spurs uh, headed to New York uh, to take on the Knicks, where the Knicks. Oh, just lost it on my screen. Where the Knicks are a six-point underdog in this game currently seeing a total of two twelve what? and a half. Yeah, and a half Wait, no,
1: no, no, that can't be right. What? You have them as a six point underdog or a six point favorite.
0: The Spurs. Oh, it, the sorry. Spurs. Yeah. I'm sorry. The Knicks are a six point home favorite. Let me say that. Oh, okay. The I
1: thought you said, I thought you said, yeah, I thought you
0: said Knicks were a, a home dog. I was no, like, no, no. no, New York Knicks, six point home favorite total of two twelve and a half. Let's, check the injury report for this game um san antonio does not have one yet submitted because they did have the very very early game yesterday against the brooklyn nets where they took him into overtime and lost that game by two for the new york knicks evan fournier questionable um with a left thigh injury kimba walker is also questionable with the left knee soreness and Nerlens noel is returning from i'm sorry health and safety protocols Um, so those are the guys that are out or questionable. I'm sorry for the New York Knicks. So let's start with the side here, Terrell six point favorites for the Knicks here. Uh, what are you thinking? Um,
1: I, I, uh, is, these are some ugly games tonight. Yeah. I think six is a lot. I think six is a lot. the, the Knicks have the un the Knicks and the Lakers have the same issue of such historic home, like such a historic home arena mm-hmm. that you can almost guarantee that even somebody like the most no-name of person can come into there and just get the feels of Madison Square Garden or get the feels of sta- staples now, crypto dot com center. Yeah. Uh you, you can like anybody can get can catch the feels of that stadium and be like, oh, no, nah, I'm going out here and I'm giving I'm giving 20. I'm giving 30 Like The Knicks are eight and 12 at home ATS, seven and eight as a home favorite. So a little bit better, but eight and 12, seven and eight still isn't that good. Um, Six just feels like a lot of points here. And even though, you know, they they do have all these people out. And I don't – like, did you say anybody's coming back? Like, is anybody projected to come back for this squad?
0: For the Knicks?
1: No, for the uh, for the Spurs.
0: <laughs> uh, Spurs uh, – no, they haven't submitted injury report yet, but I can go back and let's see uh, from yesterday who played in this game. Um, so, we know DeJounte Murray is back. Uh, Lonnie Walker played. Josh Primo started. Uh, but other than yeah. that, guys like Derek White – uh, Derek White, Derek Kellen White Johnson, is, yeah, those guys are didn't yeah, play yesterday. Guys, yeah,
1: those guys were out. I yeah. remember I was watching that uh that Nets game. I had the I had the Nets. I even bought the Nets down. Like I bought the Nets down points, and they stood in cover. It was ridiculous. So I was watching that game, and I and I was seeing, but I couldn't. I didn't hear anything about anybody uh returning to on a second game of the back to back because they did that earlier. First game, you know, they had people that could have returned. They had uh De- Dejounte Murray that could have returned. They sat him for yeah. conditioning, and then brought him on the second game of the back to back. If they get, I think the only person that could reasonably come back. In this amount of time is Doug McDermott. Uh-huh. And so it, well, if well Doug McDermott comes, I like, I really, really like the bet. But um no, I'm not, I'm not I, I I can't I can't lay six with the Knicks right now. Like I can't I can't lay six with the Knicks right now, especially with this Spurs team playing better, even with the people out, like even mm. with people out, they're still getting contribution from different folks. And they still have DeJounte Murray at the end of the day. Um, no, I'm really not. I'm really not feeling the Knicks in this spot. Uh, don't know if El- Evan Fournier is going to be back there. It's probably a better thing that he doesn't play. Uh, Kim Walker's still out. You know, Nerlens Noel, maybe. You said maybe he's going to yeah, be Yeah, he's there. questionable. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just I'm, – I don't know. Maybe I'll know more. Maybe if, you know, Kim Walker ends up going, Nernos Noel ends up going, then I'll feel a little bit better about laying six. Six really isn't that much, but right now I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Knicks nerfed this game to the Spurs. So give me the Spurs for right now.
0: Yeah, Spurs are four and three, uh, I guess, the spread on back-to-back situations this season in seven games. Um, I just feel like this is going to be a DeJounte Murray game tonight, possibly a triple-double watch for him being in the Garden. Um, let me see if I can find that number for you uh, for his triple-double tonight. Um, play, uh, it's only 12-1. Like, like, no, to No, DeJounte's only 3-1 to tonight, you know, triple-double. 3-1. Uh, yeah, and that's just because they have a lot of guys out, right, because the ball's going to be in his hands a lot. Um, you know, scoring the basketball, rebounding, whatever the case might be. Last night or yesterday afternoon against the uh, Brooklyn Nets, he had 19 points, nine rebounds, and 12 assists. So in 40 minutes, so um, definitely look out for that. Uh, if these guys are not able to go here tonight, Terrell, I really like Lonnie Walker's uh, points props here. Uh, he's been in the starting lineup, and he's been dropping points for them ever since he's returned from health and safety protocols. Yep. Last night, 25 points uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. On Friday, he had 13, but I think that, you know, again, like you said, massive Square Garden, people are going to love to get up and play there. Um, it feels uh, a lot of points to the shooting guard. It gave up a lot of points to the shooting
1: guard. I like Lonnie Walker, and I like Josh Primo tonight. I
0: think yeah. both of them can get going from three. Yeah, I think uh, we've been on the dog side, so maybe we're on the sharp side or so far, so I'll agree with you on the Spurs here. Um, This next team, man, I I still feel like, and you're the fan of it, right? I just feel like they don't have that identity yet of what this team is, and it's it's difficult to gauge who's going to show up every single night for them. Like, Evan Fournier only shows up when they play against the Boston Celtics. Other than that, Kemba Walker in and out of the lineup. RJ Barrett really inconsistent so far, and, and Julius Randle obviously has taken a step back after the incredible season he had last year. So Um, yeah, until this team kind of figures out who they are and what direction they want to go um, and guys being in the lineup, I'll I'll take the plus six here with the Spurs uh, tonight. Uh, Any other thoughts on this game Terrell? Um,
1: not really. I, uh, yeah, not really. I'm I'm I don't know. The Knicks confuse me right now. They sometimes they come to play, sometimes they don't, I guess because it they were down the fact is that they were down twenty-five to Boston. Like you shouldn't have been down twenty-five in the beginning of the Yeah. At home, you should not have been down twenty-five points. Now, I know it was electric to watch and it was great to watch. And maybe the Knicks do pull this out. Like they were, you know, hit with COVID and injuries very recently. So maybe it's a little bit of bias. And, you know, we've seen the Knicks be able to do some uh, pretty all right things against some beat-up squads, so maybe they can cover. And I wouldn't be surprised if I – if I like, it only takes one injury news or one piece of injury news that's to get me to flip from this spray. Like, I'm really not that far along to the Spurs, but I just am hesitant to lay six points with the Knicks, so I need more information.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I think that, you know, as the day kind of progresses here, wait for those injury reports to get updated uh, because, like I said – when teams are on back-to-back situations, they don't have to up or I don't have to submit an injury report till later. So uh for the Spurs right now, not one submitted. So if they're maybe getting a guy back like Doug McBuckets or, or maybe another guy, uh definitely look out for that for sure. Um, Terrell, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and we'll get to the final three games of the night. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free to play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBed is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBed is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBed.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and, you, and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break, let's get to the next game here. We have the Philadelphia 76ers. Headed to the H to take on the Rockets, where the Philadelphia 76ers are a 10.5 point road favorite. Here, currently seeing a total of 227. Uh, For the injury report for the Philadelphia 76ers, the guys are still out Tyrese Maxey, Health and Safety Protocols. Paul Reed, uh, Shake Milton is also out with a back contusion. So it's the Seth Curry, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris show. For the Houston Rockets, they did play yesterday against the Um, the Minnesota Timberwolves where they gave up 142 points in regulation. They lost that game 141, 123, uh, back-to-back games where they've given up 130 plus points have the Rockets, but let's start with the side here, Terrell, uh, 10 and a half point favorites for the Sixers here, man. What are you thinking? Um, um, I'm sorry, the Rockets are one five and one against the spread on back to back nights. Yeah, let's let's take the
1: Sixers.
0: I mean, I don't, uh, I don't really
1: like it, but I feel like I'm, I'm going kind of contrarian with a lot of those earlier dog picks. I think this is one of the ones that just kind of like just let's let's, let's just take the Sixers. And I mean, I know these scenes just played recently, and that's when they <laughs> had the fiasco with uh. No no KP um, yeah, no Kevin Porter, no KPJ or no Christian Wood. But I mean, do are they gonna make that big of a difference for them tonight? Like they gave up 133 points to the Rock, to the 76ers. Yeah. Uh, um and I-, I missed you saying it, but are they getting some guys back?
0: Or like uh the Sixers? Yeah. No, Tyrese Maxey is still out in health and safety protocols. Um, Shake Milton is also out with a back contusion. Uh, but other than that, everybody else is pretty much playing for this team. Uh, I know Tyrese Maxey is a significant piece uh, for this team, but, um, you know, I mean, they still have guys that are able to score the basketball. They're playing good defense.
1: Yeah, and the Rockets just gave up 141 last night. To the yeah. Team, like. yep. So I just – the defense is is abysmal. To it say the least, the defense is abysmal. And so uh give me give me the 10 and a half. I actually think that this is kind of short. I would have I, I might have considered the rock more like 13, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh 10 like getting 10 and a half feels very short. Yeah. Cause I think that is easily a double digit win. Yeah. And when you start getting it in there is when you start getting in bad territory. Uh so even if you want to buy it down a point to nine and a half and just guarantee, I'm pretty sure they're gonna get a 10-point win. Uh but is like back to what I was talking about with no true point guard, the assists are up for grabs. Mm-hmm. So last time we were out here, I, I said like look out for some guys, and it was Seth Curry with the double digit assist. Yeah. And we look at their last game against the Spurs, and uh Seth Curry had seven, and had seven, and Tobias Harris had five. And I'm almost positive all their props are at four and a half assists.
0: Let me see if I can so, find it here.
1: I'm I'm almost positive when that game kicked off because I was looking at them, I'm almost positive all their all their assists were at four and a half because they had no idea who was gonna be the person. So I mean, yeah, just have fun with, with those guys. Even uh Korkmaz, like have fun with those people and and assist cause somebody's gonna be handling the ball for the majority of the game. And I think it's that it depends on game flow and who's really uh is more comfortable in that game of handling the ball against the Rockets, but maybe that's a live bet. Like maybe that's a live bet opportunity that you look and say that, yeah, um, this person is handling the ball majority of the game thus far. Let me get in on their assist on their assist prop live.
0: Yeah, currently uh, for assist, uh, uh, four on court, moz, two and a half assists. Uh, Joel Embiid four and a half at plus one ten. Uh, they've made the adjustment on Seth Curry. He's at five and a half at plus one fifteen. But Tobias mm-hmm. Harris is at four and a half at plus one ten. So definitely looking at that. I kind of want to get to the total here. I would. Here. Oh, I, would
1: I would blindly. I would blindly take all four, and I'm almost positive you're going to make money by the end of the night. Yeah, I like you said, blindly, without a true blindly point guard- take blindly take all four because all those are short. Mm-hmm. All of those are short. So blindly take all four bets and we don't let's track this uh by in the the night more blindly yeah. take all four bets on all on all four of their assist props you're getting plus you probably won't be getting plus money by the time this pot comes out but it'll probably you'll probably be laying a little bit of juice but blindly, just blindly take all four bets and i'm almost positive that you'll you'll be up by the time the night's over
0: yeah three out of the four guys uh, uh well joel and beat is at plus money seth curry's at plus money and tobias is at plus money as well uh court months is the only one that has minus 140 juice towards his over two and a half uh i want to see uh what type uh matisse title has done for this sixer squad as far as getting assists because he's at one and a half at plus 150 um for this team uh let me quickly see if i get to the total here yeah not much there for him he's only at one one and zero so um i don't know if you're really feeling frisky then over one and a half for uh Matisse Thibault uh over one and a half at plus 150 may tickle your fancy but throughout this total here 227 uh let me mention this and i kind of say this for a reason that the Houston rockets on back-to-back nights are a perfect seven and zero to the over and they've allowed uh 122 or sorry 123 points to their opposition on back-to-back nights here so i think with the way this defense is playing, um, this number, I think, is still short at 226 and a half, 227. Uh, so I will be riding the over wave here with the Houston Rockets. Um, and I'm also taking Philly's team total here uh, to go over tonight as well. Anything, any thoughts on the total? No, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm
1: with you. I'm with you. you hey, look, it, where Moonoff say go with the total, I'm right with Munoz. Uh <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, I, I think that it flies over. I, I, I don't see
0: them stopping the Rockets tonight. Yeah, this is uh, even, the, even the Rockets. Offensively... I, mean, I don't see them stopping.
1: I mean, I don't see them stopping the 76ers, but I, I ultimately don't see the 76ers caring too much to even play defense against the Rockets because they'll be up so much.
0: Yeah and and you know the rockets are you know they're putting up points too offensively they've been pretty decent i know last time they put up 123 against the mavs who are a better defensive team they only got up 106 but they put up 113 against the sixers when they were in philly that other night uh, one thirty three, one thirteen. They put up one fourteen in that game against the Wizards. So uh, they are scoring the points. And for the Houston Rockets, I believe uh, the over streak is currently at oh, man, I have to go back and count this. I think they've gone like over in 11 out of the last 13 games. So uh, we're going to definitely keep an eye on that and for sure go over this number against the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. Uh, let's get over to the next game. Terrell, we have the Brooklyn nets uh, going into Portland tonight where the nets are a nine point favorite. Kyrie Irving will be playing in this game uh, as it is a road game for the Brooklyn nets. Let me check the injury report uh, for both of these squads. Not yet one submitted because both of these teams did play last night. Uh, let's check the back-to-back ATS numbers for both of these teams. So the Brooklyn Nets are one-three and one against the spread on back-to-back nights. They're one and or four and one to the under. Uh, Brooklyn, I'm sorry, Portland three and four against the spread on back-to-back nights and four and three to the under. Uh, but again, this Portland team, we discussed this that the defense has just been abysmal. Uh, it's been even worse than Houston. Uh, Houston's defense. Currently, over the last five games, we mentioned it's at the top of the show, the Portland Trail Blazers and the Houston Rockets are now at both 121.8 as far as defense over the last five games. Uh, let's start with the spread first here, Terrell. We have nine-point favorites for the Brooklyn Nets um, on a back-to-back situation with Kyrie playing. So what are you thinking?
1: Um, Yeah, Nets. <laughs> yeah, just give me Nets. Yeah, know? I think yeah, I, Nets I should roll here. Yeah, good. I don't care who who comes back, who who the Trailblazers have. I think that the Nets play better on the road for whatever reason. Maybe it, and it was before Kyrie came back, they were still playing better on the road. They play better on the road. I think Kyrie is going to add to his team scoring wise. Uh, maybe James Harden figures out during this road trip a little bit more of a role in what yeah. is expected of him when Kyrie comes into the game. Mm-hmm. I probably will play a few of James Harden unders when they come out. Look, I'm gonna look at the number and probably uh, get in on a couple of his unders okay. for this game. But ultimately, I don't think that, I don't think they're good. Like I just don't <laughs> like the the, tra- the Trailblazers are. You, I can't. Trust them in any aspect, even covering a lot because this is a large spread. This is honestly a very large spread. Yeah, but I can't trust them. I, I can't trust them to cover to cover anything. I I I don't know. I I would much rather. I feel much better just fading them and probably being up money than trying to pick and choose what night I'm gonna take them and what night I'm gonna not, and ultimately being wrong both times. So yeah, just I'm blindly fading Portland here. I don't like this team. They they're injured they're beaten down and they honestly kind of feels like they're kind of punting on the season
0: yeah uh obviously we mentioned that dames can be out another eight games but portland after a victory this season they're five and nine against the spread uh only 35.7 percent um i think i do as as, like you said with james harden you like looking at his under props i kind of like looking at Kyrie's over props here tonight and he's at 19 and a half tonight uh as far as scoring points here tonight so I, I might be taking a look at that for Kyrie Irving um but yeah I, I think this is a game where the nets should roll um maybe one of the one of Kevin Durant or James Harden sits out tonight because it is a back-to-back situation but i but their next game is not until um, wednesday night where they take on um, the Chicago Bulls, but they do have a lot of games coming up here, Terrell. So maybe we might see either, maybe, maybe Kevin Durant takes a seat tonight uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. They have a game against Chicago on Wednesday. Then they have a back-to-back game against the Thunder, and then they're back at it Saturday, and then Monday against the Pelicans and the and the uh, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So a lot of games coming up. Five games in about a week here for the uh, Brooklyn Nets. But, yeah, they should take care of business tonight. Do love some Kyrie Irving props here tonight. I'm taking Brooklyn uh, Nets team total to go over as well, 118.5. Again, we talked about the defense for this Portland Trail Blazers team. Anything else for this game, Terrell? No, uh, give no,
1: <laughs> oh, no. Right. I, I, I this I can really. This might be a our game. I just might not touch it all. It, it, it is very close contention for that.
0: Okay, let's get over to the last game of the night. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers headed to Sacramento to take on the Kings, where the Cleveland Cavaliers are five-point road favorite. Currently seeing a total of two twenty in this game. Both of these teams did play last night. Um, don't see an injury report submitted yet for both of these squads. Um, uh, let's look at the back-to-back ATS numbers for both of these teams. Cleveland Cavaliers are four-two and one on back-to-back situations. Sacramento Kings are three and five. Uh, both of these teams are uh, five and two to the under. Are the Cavs on uh, back-to-backs and six and two for the Sacramento Kings? Let's start with the side here, Terrell. Um, Five point favorites for the Cavs here on the road. What are you thinking? Uh, Cleveland Cavs
1: first half. Um, yeah, Cleveland Cavs for the game. Uh, like, I'm. I'm no. I, I can't. I, I'm not back in Sacramento. I'm not. I'm not back in Sacramento. I think that. Uh, not to mention, you know, the back to back trend that you just said already, but the Cavs are the better team. End of the day, the Cavs are the better team. I think that uh, there may, there's probably going to be some points scored in this one. It, it just kind of feels like there's going to be some points scored in this one. But what do we talk about? What do we talk about is the Achilles heel for this Sacramento team. It's the fucking points in the paint. Yep. They give up the most points in the paint in the league. The most. And – you can go back however many times you can go back five games you can go back ten games you can go back fifteen games you can go back to the start the season they give up the most in the league they, they do not guard the paint like that is not what they do they're very very good at guard they're very very good at guarding the perimeter the top ten guarding the perimeter they cannot guard the paint and mm-hmm. now you get Evan Mobley you get Jared Allen uh, Darius Garland can drive the basketball and get in there Isaac Okoro can draw the basketball. Get in there. Like, they score in the paint. That's what the Cavs do. They yeah. don't even score on the outside. If they, go, if they score on the outside, it's because you left them wide open and they're still NBA-caliber players that can shoot wide-open jumpers. But at the end of the day, they score in the paint. So I, I don't see it. The, the very, that's the very worst. I think this is the worst matchup for the – one of the worst matchups for the Sacramento Kings. And ultimately, I don't think that they're in this game. I really don't think they're in this game at all. So give me, give me the caps.
0: Yeah. Like you mentioned for the Sacramento Kings uh, this season, uh, 53 points allowed inside the pain, which ranks number 30. If you want me to go back to the last five, they are ranked number 28 at 54, 54.4. Um, so yeah, I think again, Kevin, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen should feast tonight. Um, I, be, I feel like these two teams did match up earlier this season. Let me take a look if they have or not. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so these two teams got together on December 11th uh where the Cavs did get the victory 113 113 107 against the Kings. Let me check the box score and see how the big uh duo did for the uh sorry, 117 103 to the Cavs when they won that gave my 14 points. So Jared Allen in that game, 19 points, 11 rebounds. Evan Mobley in that game, 15 points, 15 rebounds. Darius Garland in that game, 16 points, 13 assists. So um, I think tonight's going to be a night where we see more of the same Terrell. So, uh, yeah, let's go with the Cavs here. First half, I like it with the Cavs. Um, Sacramento coming off of a victory. After a victory this season, they are 6-10 against the spread So I think signs are pointing towards taking the Cavs tonight against the Sacramento Kings. Uh, We'll be looking at player props for uh, both Jared Allen and uh, Evan Mobley as soon as they get posted here. But um, if I see a points and sorry a blocks and steals uh, for Jared Allen at plus money, once it get posted, I will be on that for sure. Anything else for this game, Terrell? Um. Nah, nah. I'm good. I'm on, I'm on to the next. All right. So that was the last game for the evening on this Monday night schedule. Let's get into our picks for tonight. Um, you want to go first, Terrell? You want me to lead off?
1: Uh, yeah. No, you keep going first. We found we found our rhythm. We're gonna leave
0: it like that. All right. So let me start with my lock here. Um, Let's go with the Milwaukee Bucks minus – let's go Milwaukee Bucks first half minus the one. I'm going to change it up a little bit here on this Monday. I'm going to go Milwaukee Bucks minus the one in the first half. Uh, We've talked about the reasons that Charlotte Hornets uh, are a third-quarter team, second-half team. Uh, I think Milwaukee Bucks coming off of the loss against this uh, same Charlotte squad – uh, they're going to come out and play well, led by Giannis, led by Chris Milton, Bobby Portis. Look for those guys to step up big uh, for the Milwaukee Bucks tonight and get the victory. Should expect to see the starters be playing significant minutes tonight as they have another two nights off before they play the Golden State Warriors on Thursday. Uh, so I'm taking the Milwaukee Bucks here first half minus the one as my lock. Um, for my dog, yeah. Um, man kind of an ugly slate here tonight don't like blazers don't like the kings don't like the rockets it's probably between Mm. let's go Mm. let's go with the san antonio spurs here plus the six plus 185 against the new york knicks here tonight um Back-to-back situations, the Spurs have been pretty good against the spread. Uh, they're 57%. Um, you know, they contended last night with the Brooklyn Nets. I know they went to overtime, so maybe they have tired legs, but this game was early in the day uh, on the East Coast. It was, a, I believe, a 12 p.m. tip in the East Coast. So um, they had the rest of the night off um, to get rested. Uh, not much of traveling either because they're going from Brooklyn to Madison Square Garden. So travel is not an issue as well. So let's go. Spurs plus 185 on the money line and also uh, against the spread at plus six tonight against the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden Terrell. I like it. I like it.
1: All right. For my lock, I was going to go Bucks. I'm going to pivot and I'm going to go Cavs because I still really like the Cavs. Give me the Cavs minus five. I, I think the cat I think the Cavs beat the shit out of the Kings tonight. I, I, I don't think the cat I don't think the Kings have anything for them. It probably flies under over the total. I I still think they cover at the end of the day. Um, the Cavs are are defending like defending guards pretty decently actually, which is like you wouldn't think because they have fucking three seven footers at any given point on court, but yeah, uh, defending guards pretty well. Cavs minus five. Okay, for my dog. Do I just fade the Celtics, or do I take the Pistons? pistons I think it's plus plus five twenty five. If I take the Pistons and I hit it plus five twenty five, I'm I'm elated. It's on brand
0: to take the Pistons for you. That's a Terrell brand. Yeah,
1: it, I mean, it, it, it. I feel like it's on brand for me to fade both the Jazz with a double digit spread and fade. The Pacers, yeah, uh, <laughs> and fade the pay. I mean, not fade the Pacers, but and fade the Celtics. So, yeah, fucking. So, I don't know. The last time the Celtics been favorites, they taken outright l's. Um. Wow. All right. Well, fuck it. Uh, Dgens only take the fi- plus five twenty five and the Pistons. I think K Cunningham really does go off, and ultimately, this is probably a high scoring game, and. It could be uh any like any couple of things, any couple of jazz players not show up, and this is going the Pistons' way. So give me the Pistons plus five twenty five.
0: I kind of want to go back to that 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 Bucks and Pistons games because it really has the feels of that game. And um, for the Pistons, uh, I'm sorry for the Bucks in that game, they had. I believe everybody was playing in that game for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, Giannis, Chris Milton, Bobby Porter, Drew Holiday, and George, I'm sorry, um, Grayson Allen were all in that game. Pike Covington was in that game. Wes Matthews was in that game. Um, so, you know, my, it, it kind of feels like that. this is the type of game where they kind of get that victory. I'm going to be sprinkling on this as well. So just to recap, for Terrell, lock minus five uh, for the Cavs here tonight against the Sacramento Kings. The dog, we have a very, very juicy one to start the Monday uh, or this new week on Monday, Pistons plus 525. And then for myself, my lock, Bucks minus the one in the first half. And then I'm taking Spurs as my dog uh, in Madison Square Garden tonight against the uh, New York Knicks. Next order of business, Terrell. One game you are completely staying away from, not putting a penny on Advise our listeners uh, to stay away from.
1: Uh, Real quick, I am literally, as we speak, uh, well, I'm trying to, as we speak, tweeting out a parlay for today. Um, It is going to be Bucks minus two, Cavs minus five. The under in the Pacers Celtics game at 213 and uh, the over in the Rockets game at uh, 226 at and a half. 12 to one. So, yep. 12 to one. I like Hi. that. going to tweet out right now. Um, if you're a degenerate, you, you add the Pistons money line in there. And then just round robin uh, the games, and you'll you'll probably you'll likely make a a nice if that pistons play comes in. You're you're, one you are you are living, but even if you round robin, you should still make a pretty good profit. So uh, that's that's for the people. Back to the game. I'm not touching. Um, I think it's Spurs Knicks. I don't think I'm – I don't think I, – I can't think of any – at least I can get behind just fading James Harden on the road. Yeah. But I, I can't I can't think of anything I can really legitimately get behind in the Spurs next – so I'm good off of that one.
0: Yeah, I think usually when this is a game that stay away from it, you always probably just want to take the dog in and see what happens. Um, but for me, I think it's probably that Pacers-Celtics game. Like Pacers – I'm sorry, Pacers are dealing with injuries. Um, You know – Cherry rumors, things like that. In Boston, we've talked about how they haven't been good all season uh, as favorites or even, you know, for that matter, at any point of the season, whether they're favorites or underdogs. So I'm going to take – I'll probably stay away from that Pacers and Celtics game here tonight. Um, Terrell, there is one big game here tonight in college football um, wanted to touch on that real quick. I know you are the guy that's on the college experience, whether it's college basketball, college football. Uh, give a little football tease to our listeners. What do you think? Who gets who's hoisting or hosting the trophy tonight? Um, in this national championship game,
1: okay. So, um, I have been paying attention to professional gamblers, to gambling Twitter, to people on TV. It seems like a lot of people are on the Georgia Bulldogs tonight. Yes. And I completely understand why the angle and everything. It feels like a lot of people are on the Georgia Bulldogs tonight. I haven't really seen too many people say that they're on Alabama. But nothing, and I mean nothing, in the one game that these two teams have played, have shown me that anything is going to go any different between these two teams. Nothing. Nothing has shown me that it's going to go any different. I don't think – I don't know what adjustments Kirby Smart is going to make because at the end of the day, he's still a Stetson Bennett at quarterback. Stetson Bennett is going to have to have an amazing game for this to happen. I am – I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> I The line – so the line tells me that Georgia should win because why the fuck would Vegas make them a three-point favorite? literally after they just got whooped mm-hmm. and so it's making me feel like that they're saying they want everybody to bet bama but everybody's not betting bama everybody's betting georgia yeah and and that's what's confusing me and it would have made me it would have made it so easy for me if everybody was on they made, they set this line at three everybody was on bama and the line stayed at three but Now I'm seeing so many tickets and I'm getting a feel and I would love to see what the books have officially, but it just feels like a lot of money, like at least 60, 65% of the money somewhere around that is on Georgia. And I don't know. I I, I don't see it. I'm going to, I'm on Alabama. I'm on Alabama. I think Alabama is hosting the trophy. I like Alabama on the money line. I think that the, uh, the under in the game is a pretty solid bet, but I I just don't see it. I don't see it from Georgia. They're going to have to show me. Final score prediction. Um, Final score. Give me a 34, 34, 20. Yeah, 34. Eh, no, no, that's too many points. Because jo- De- Stetson Bennett sucks, man. Stetson Bennett sucks. Maybe I should be on the over because I think Georgia could still score a little bit. Like,
0: yeah. I think this game Maybe goes over tonight.
1: Yeah, I think I think I should be on the over tonight. Yeah, give me like a thirty-four twenty final score. I think Stetson Bennett can score a little bit, and at some point they just stop caring. But I, I I think Alabama gets out gets out fast, and I don't think Georgia ever catches back up.
0: But oh, there you have it from Terrell. He is on Bama money line Plus 120 is what I'm seeing on my odd screen here. Uh, and then the over in the game as well. Most of these championship games tend to t- uh, go over, especially when Alabama's involved. So, um, yeah, there you have it from the college expert as well. A uh, little uh, little curveball here. Here. Uh, Picking this championship game tonight. We have to mention it. So uh, that is going to be the Monday show for the NBA gambling podcast today. Um, let's get this week started, right? Uh, with a juicy, juicy plus 525 dog pick by Terrell. And hopefully we can also bring in our locks like we did on Friday. Um, Not a big schedule, but hey, NBA, we're still thankful for um, as we get into the midway point of this season. Uh, uh, You guys heard it on Friday that we are starting to go every day uh, for the NBA Gambling Podcast. We are approaching the midway point. um, So we're going to start tackling some of these divisions. Um, Me and Zach We'll take on the Western Conference, and then uh, Scott's going to be joining uh, Terrell on Thursdays to break down the East divisions. We'll go through um, win totals from the season where teams are right now, and then the current win total. And then what we kind of see um, from a betting perspective, how they kind of will fare for the rest of the season. So definitely excited to tackle these divisions and excited. For the NBA gambling podcast to go every single day, Monday through Friday, um, to, for you guys. So uh, glad we were able to work that out, Terrell. Uh, any final thoughts, and let the people know where they can find you, man. No, we we hit
1: over the head. This was this was great. At really real underscore underscore Instagram and Twitter. You know where to
0: find me. There you go. Find. Uh, Terrell on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me uh, on Twitter at SportsNerd824. And also, guys, please follow the NBA uh, Gambling Podcast uh, Twitter account at SGPN SGPNNBA. Um, closer to game times, I'll try to start tweeting out from there um, or we'll start tweeting out our picks and locks in case you haven't been able to get to the pod. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely follow the uh, Twitter account there at NBA. With that being said, guys, thank you so much for joining us on this Monday morning. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with a new podcast with myself and Zach. Uh, we'll tackle one of these uh, Western Conference divisions and as well as get into the Tuesday night games in the NBA. Good luck with your best tonight. Enjoy the uh, national championship game in college between the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Let's Break these books off and let it ride. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to,